Greetings! Welcome to That Metal Podcast, episode 73, our Christmas special of 2020. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I am Diego. Season's greetings to everyone. Yes, sir. So, we have... You let everybody know what kind of special beer we're drinking today. Continuing. We're drinking a Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Yeah, man. It's Lightning Kugels, Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Super seasonal. Um, I know I, the last time I had some was like, what, six, six years ago? So, First time I'm having yeah. one. So my girlfriend surprised me and she bought me a couple six packs. And nice. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. We're so one. delicious. But what you've been listening to lately? Uh, actually, what I've been listening to uh, is I'm trying to make my own playlist here. But a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about, uh, some of these... <laughs> Christmas albums yeah. is what I've been listening to the past couple of days. Uh, what have you been listening to? A little bit of that, since we are going to be talking about Christmas heavy metal. But in all honesty, I've been listening to a lot of the stuff that we're going to get ourselves into when we record uh, episode 74, which is the best albums of 2020. Yep. Um, so a lot of those bands, what I will... They shall stay nameless for now. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you guys will have to tune in till that to listen in to our lists because we have quite a number of albums. And I and I have the worst albums also. And that's going to be <laughs> quite triggering, I would say, to some people. So I look forward to that. I'm curious to see what the worst albums you got. Yeah. <laughs> They're... Some make sense. Yeah. In other words, were just for me. They just like I just didn't I I didn't vibe with, you know what I mean? I think they were sus, you know? So I ain't gonna they were just thumbs down for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, just toss them out, burn them up. <laughs> yeah, one specifically was just like so bad, dude. It was just terrible. <laughs> like I had to put it on there. Um but also wanted to bring up that we're also going to record pretty soon, which is, as in tonight, also our first uh, episode of Full Metal, the Full Metal Nerdcast. I'm excited for that one. And I believe, I don't, I mean, if you guys already have, uh, are subscribed to the Instagram or if you're on Facebook, we came up with the name of, yeah, that. It's full metal nerdcast, which kind of embodies what we're talking about. Yep. It embodies us as metalheads, but we appreciate retro games, current games, cinema, you know, eighties horror. I, like I said, I love the eighties. So we're gonna we're yeah. gonna look look out for that one. It might take a little bit of time to launch it officially because of um, you know just. What's the, what is it called? Um, schematics or what is it called? Not schematics. No. <laughs> Formalities. Formalities with uh, the website that I'm going to be on. Yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. We'll get touch base on a lot of things that hopefully listeners are also into that are also metalheads. And yeah. Into a bunch of different stuff other than yeah. listening to metal music. I think it's a really good stepping stone into like how you say kind of like this is what we're about, and this is what you have to look forward to. Yeah. And that's definitely. what I think is pretty cool. So, 
recently, the last two weeks maybe, David Hasselhoff releases um, a single called Through the Night. People were pissy, arguing, upset, um, everything. All emotions, dude. <laughs> All emotions, right? I shared it. The first time I heard it, I had to share it with you guys, to share it with you and George. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool, man. This isn't super, you know, this isn't Dying Fetus. This isn't Priest or Maiden. But it's pretty cool. It's, it's a straightforward heavy metal with Hasselhoff. Yeah, and I dig it. I think it, a lot of people may not like it just because they think David Hasselhoff, the Baywatch guy, or Knight Rider... Um, it's a very handsome dude. Maybe maybe those people that dislike it are thinking about him running on the beach shirtless, you know? But that's the, that's their thing. Or, you know, playing piano in Germany or, you know, yeah. playing a show in Germany. They don't think he's metal enough. Yeah. But I dig the song. It's uh it's a good song. It goes I feel it goes perfect with his voice and it's not like like you said it's no it's not like a death metal band. So I think it goes perfect with it. So if anyone wants to take a listen, definitely take a listen. It's called uh, "Through the Night." Through the night. Yeah, and and I mean, look, he 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 might need a little bit of coaching. He could he could use a little bit of coaching to kind of push out a little bit more. But he sounds fine. I mean, it's it's good for what you're saying. Like the song's heavy and it works out. It actually works fairly well. So <clears throat> don't hassle the half. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, one thing that I do want to bring up is I want to apologize to any fans who were like who were like triggered and upset at uh, me or possibly you. But I wanted to apologize for uh, basically saying that Miley Cyrus was cool and whatnot. Yeah. Because we, uh, after some investigation and some digging come to find out that uh, she not only plagiarized other people's art and cake art and different various art, but also uh, Celtic Frost, which I believe was the Dethroned Emperor EP. Uh, so if let me see if I can find the link to it really quick so I can Wait, show you. she stole, like, she, like, took something from Celtic Frost? Yeah. Or... I'm curious to see what it was. Yeah, look. So, oh, look. Come on, dude. That's, like, eerily similar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you could definitely see the similarities in that. Of course, different. It's a dragon. Her, she's got a dragon versus, like, an ogre or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think the, the other one's, in like, an ogre demon. Yeah. But it's the same style. I could definitely it, see that. It's literally the same bikini type thingy. Yeah. And Emperor's Return, I'm sorry. It was Emperor's Return EP. Uh, my bad. And so that's the one where she basically took it from. And there were other instances. Um, like I said, she stole... Pretty much she made a cake and she ripped off somebody's cake. Uh, it was like a... It was a, some feminist cake. Um, she had a, a lawsuit with someone. Uh, a song. It's called... Her song was called uh, We Can't Stop. It was a 2013 hit. And apparently she went into a settlement and paid $300 million. $300 million. To settle on that one. Dang. And it, then, it, yeah. The way I'm reading it here is uh, 
Apparently, he's a Jamaican songwriter called mm. Michael May. Ah, okay. And uh, he created this song called We Run Things in 1988. Holy shit. Yeah, 1988. And apparently, he claimed that she, he sto- she stole that from him. Imagine, wait, 25, 30 some odd years to get <laughs> yeah. paid. Dang, for real. <laughs> And then she was accused of plagiarizing an artist's uh, food porn to promote her upcoming album. And uh, the person was really upset. And so it's kind of a, hmm, it's a cantaloupe cut up to look like a certain Uh, part of the anatomy of the female. And here's the original, which is like, oh my, it's an orange or a tangerine. And it's very creamy. I can tell you that. It's very juicy. <laughs> if you guys want uh, images, we'll paint a picture for you guys. <laughs> There's a finger going through. That's all I can tell There's you. There's a finger and a creamy orange. and It's getting juicy there. So uh, <laughs> she stole that too. So she's like, it's just one thing after another. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And when, once I found out about that whole Celtic frosting, and I was like, "Well, what else has she fucking done?" Because what if it was just an accident? It was no accident. Cause yeah, that was like identical almost, except one dragon and one ogre. But what I see here, I was looking at the Celtic frost one, is that there were slight changes to it. You remember back in the day when uh, Vanilla Ice got accused of stealing? Uh... Yes, <laughs> and it's just how that one little piece. Dun, dun, it's like that ding, ding 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 ding. Yes, that's the Queen version, right? And then the ding, 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 do Yeah. That little thing, he's like, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like, come on, guy. Get out of here. Get out of here. Did he he win that case? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Don't quote me on that, though. Don't quote me on it. I'm actually just going to look that up. That's so funny, dude. Because I'm not sure. It's definitely a very vanilla ice thing to do. And he's like, look, look, this isn't what happened. See what happened is, so it's it's yeah it's kind of ridiculous you know. So I retract my statements. I do not support her. Oh, the way the way it happened mm. was that he settled outside of court, crossing Vanilla Ice an undisclosed sum, and earning him a not insignificant amount of public scorn. So no money. Yeah, so I guess he settled outside of court. I don't know. Um, so it was How settled. Much? It was money then. Yeah, it was. It was money. He paid him some money. Um. Yeah. And right. just to leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, and the rest is history. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Okay. So, also before we kind of um, go a little bit further, I kind of wanted to. Discuss something that I thought was very, very, very interesting. Because there's an author slash journalist out there. His name is Ian Christie or Ian Christ, but I believe it's Ian Christie. He's been in several documentaries. He's written several books on metal and stuff like that. And uh, let me find it really quick. So, there had been, there's been a person who, and this is very interesting, okay? This person 
reached out on different forums, different threads, different things, asking for help to identify a certain band who he had not been able to figure out who it was since 1987. Okay. All right. So... Who is this mystery band of the 1980s? It's a power metal band. So let me read this out really quick. So it says, recently, and this is from uh, Ian Christie's Bazillion Points channel on YouTube. And it says, recently a listener to Ian Christie's Roots Metal History Show on Sirius XM Liquid Metal submitted a cassette of a song taped off taped of the radio in 1987 and asked to help identifying the band. What started out as a simple song ID soon de- developed into a full-on mystery as none of the usual metal druids and gurus seemed to know the answer. So who is this band? Man, he set up all kinds of people on Facebook, man. He just put hundreds and hundreds of people he was talking to try to figure this out, right? Yeah. Who the fuck is this band? They might have been able to identify a current band that's in off San Antonio, who, which one of the members might have been from that band that they're talking about from 87. Yeah. Now, here's what we know. This song was taped from Z-Rock in 1987. The DJ was probably Pat Dazi or Dase, who has not been located yet. Someone else I attempted to ID the song on Metal Archives uh, in the forums in 2009. They also taped this song from the radio in 1987 and posted a good transcription of the lyrics. Um, This person might have a better recording of the song. So this is basically it. We have a lot of different clues. Um, So if you have, I'm going to, I'm going to put the song on for you guys to listen to. And if you guys can, uh, if someone can identify who these guys are, because it's only a snippet that was released. Yeah. If you're able to identify it, please reach out to me uh, and email me at thatmetalpodcast1 at gmail.com if you're able to identify who it is or who you think it could be. We know for sure it is not Overkill. We know for sure it's not them. Uh, there's quite a few bands that were definitely uh, already crossed off the list. They, they talked to different band members and stuff like that. So they feel like it could be from a band that is from San Antonio and we're not sure. So check it out here really quick. Um, since we don't know the name of the band, here's a little <laughs> snippet. You guys let me know when you find out. Thank you. 
hopefully we get some answers because it's yeah. become a fucking metal mystery, dude. Yeah, dude. To bring out the Scooby Doo van. It's an Easter egg hunt going on that one. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool and interesting because like everybody just started coming together and being like, "Hey, bro, ask your bro." And then he's like, "Okay, I already asked him." He said, "No, he has no idea who it is." But it, the song's badass, and the song <laughs> is badass. Because yeah. you know, at first I was like, "Oh, this sounds like fucking early um, Jag Panzer." Early '80s, you know, um, '80s, you know, Ample Destruction era, Jag Panzer, but it is not them, and I don't know who the fuck it is. Dude, like, imagine once this band gets, uh, you know, once they figure out what band it is, um, and if all the members are still alive, yeah. Imagine all the hype they might get now. I was thinking, if someone was smart and had the finances to do this, once they find out who the fuck that band is. They should do a fucking documentary on it. It's, you know what? Uh, Anvil style. Yeah. Thor style. Yeah. Like, they should be able to do that. Yeah, man. exactly like that. I was thinking the same. Like, also that documentary. Uh, Band Called Death. Band Called Death. Yeah. You know, got redis- rediscovered like years later. You have the kid. They're sons. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Huh? You know, and then they just blew up. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully whoever. Someone has to have a recording somewhere. Like I believe so. Yes. Someone in their basement or in their attic somewhere. Somebody has to know. And I think it's cool that, you know, it brings the, some of the people together, the metalheads and stuff like that. Yeah. And and it's la- I'm laughing because, like, I see them talking about it and, the, and, the, and they're, they're discussing it, basically. And it's like, oh, I'm going to check my, uh, my Zo-and-Zo record collection from uh, this record label and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who the fuck is that record label? <laughs> who the, what are you guys talking about here? Like... And I'm like, man, it just makes you feel like so minuscule, like you don't even know anything about yeah, metal, yeah. you know? And it's pretty cool, but it's it's funny at the same time. So hopefully they do have a, an answer to that and yeah. they figure out who the fuck it is, you know? Because um, I'm like, so it got so many people interested. It's made a lot of buzz, you know? A lot of waves. Ugh. Excuse me. Ooh. Speaking about buzz and waves. Um... So, we have our buddies back. Coley. I know, remember one of the songs that I couldn't pronounce the last time, remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember I that. was like, what the fuck, Precious? My <laughs> Precious. My Precious. I'm sorry, guys, I couldn't pronounce it. My bad. So, we have a new single from them uh, called Pinnacle. Progressive, to me, progressive technical death metal from Canada. So, if you enjoy that, you're going to enjoy this. So, check out the newest single from Coley called Pinnacle.
Yes. <laughs> well, there you go, suckers. So now we're in. You're in for a special treat because we are going to be talking about things we want for Christmas. But not only that, things we wish that we could get for from Christmas, for Christmas. My bad. What we want. What we want. But no, sir. We are not going to ask Santa. We're going straight to the man. Who are we going to ask? We're going to ask Satan Claus. Satan Claus, bro. Satan will give us our gifts. We know we know uh, the chubby bearded men like myself will not bring the gifts. So we got to go straight to Satan. So Satan, all we want for Christmas. Let's go. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and start it off. Go for it. I'll go ahead and start it off on this one. Definitely what I want for Christmas from Mr. Satan Claus. And uh, I know a lot of people might want this too, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> Is I'm going to ask for a DeLorean. Hopefully Mr. Satan Claus will bring me this DeLorean so I could go back in time and eliminate all the bad decisions some bands have made. Um one of those would be Metallica cutting their hair. <laughs> also, Metallica writing Saint Anger. And yeah. Lars Ulrich using that horrible snare. Yeah. And deleting the bass off at Justice Raw. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. That was a fucked up. That was a fucked up move, Lars. It could have sounded even heavier, dude. I know, dude. Have you heard like the like the YouTube or like some uh, people? Yeah, but I've only heard it on like on the phone. I haven't heard it like on an actual speaker oh, yeah, or something yeah. badass. I need to hear it on that. So. See, so I mean, and Justice for All, Justice for All is a great record in mm-hmm. itself. And now, just imagine like just having bass in there. It'll bring it up to eleven. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I like your way of thinking. So I feel like mine are all insignificant now. So <laughs> Satan, all I want for Christmas is an Agalock reunion, please. I don't know why I started going like Arnold Red first. Yeah. <laughs> Please. And like, bring back Agalak. It's like, do it. Do it now. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> yeah. So, no, seriously, Satan, bring back. Dude, Agalog. definite Agalak reunion would be really much appreciated. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I I know that uh, there was a lot of, um, there was like inner turmoil, but not that, like, not craziness. It was, it was just, it had to do with, you know, uh, I think John wanting to, uh, well, somebody wanting to tour, but everyone else basically did not want to tour because they just, they had day jobs and they weren't, they, they wanted to set that up first. They wanted to kind of, um, you know, maybe save up for it or, you know, maybe pay the bills first and yeah. try to. Try to do that. And who knows if there were other issues that they did not talk about. Yeah. Could be. But as far as I know, there was just a disagreement. And I think it just kind of blew up because it probably had been happening over time. And so they just decided call it quits, I believe, back in 2016 or 17. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, I was lucky enough to have seen them. But, I mean... I would give that away if they could come back together, you know? Yeah, for sure. Biggest. Even if it's a, a reunion tour, can you imagine? That'd be fucking great, man. Select dates, even if it's just select dates, I'll fucking travel, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I mean, it's crazy that you mentioned that, though, because it's crazy to think about how bands, like, 
Agaloc, like, they have, like, everyday lives. Like, they don't really resort to the band bringing in a lot of their income, you know? Right. They have to resort to them having their day jobs. You know, the the unfortunate part of that is you have crap bands like Machine Gun Kelly bringing guitar-based rock, or what is it? Uh, Back. What What did he say? He's bringing guitar, yeah, guitar-based rock. He's bringing that shit back. Go, okay. As if it was ever gone. Right. Get out of here, Machine Gun Kelly. Fucking loser. And if you think about that, it's like that motherfucker is gonna sell millions, and he's gonna have bank, like, stupid money based off that. And bands like Agaloc have to suffer, who are doing, who've made music that have. Probably single-handedly, like Catatonia, let's say, have helped people yeah. in their everyday lives because of how it makes them feel and, and just different things like that. Now, not to take away from somebody, you know, the fucking dunce, like fucking Machine Gun Kelly or whatever, that he might make some people emotional or whatnot. Yeah. But at one point, at what point do... Artists deserve to get paid. It's it's. I think there should be kind of like a fair way to to pay some of these artists, especially when they're just because they're in heavy metal. Well, andale way. Now that you guys want to wear the fucking shirts and you want to fucking make it fashion, well then how about we start paying some of these motherfuckers too? Then yeah. Now that you want to you know show off all that shit, since you guys are all such big metalheads, you know, and then and your favorite bands now, you know, so that's a whole other issue, I guess, you know. Yeah, we talked about that previously on our previous episode. Yeah, and we actually remember I shared the video with you on Facebook like a week ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that the chick she was wearing the Metallica shirt. They <laughs> yeah. called in and called her out, and it was like, oh fuck, uh, dude. If we go, we go back to that. We're going back to that. She even says like, if you could hum it to me, I could sing it. It's like get out of here. You ain't gonna sing anything. <laughs> it's like get out of here. No mom is great. Yeah, so it was. It's stuff like that that kind of. That's why it puts me in a bad mood or gets me upset. It's like we have to deal with it all of our lives growing up and growing up and getting bullied for that or people just say rude comments about you like that. And then on top of that, you have people like her who are wearing shirts who have no idea who the bands are. Uh, Even though it may look cool or whatever, could be, but you're not doing anybody a fucking favor. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. So, next. <laughs> Definitely Agalock reunion on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my next one, it's like, Mr. Satan Claus. <laughs> I would have asked for, please resurrect Chuck Schuldner yes. from death. Please resurrect him. reason why is because death is probably one of the most influential... Death metal bands, yeah, for sure. A, a ton of death metal bands take a lot of influence from them, yeah. from Florida, death from Florida. And uh, how cool would it be to have them still alive today, yeah, still writing music? Yeah. Uh, because a ton of bands now still take a ton of influence from yeah. death, you know. I know, I think with him, for example. I think he might be doing a lot of collaborations 
with a lot of different people too. I, I think just simply because of Hoagland going with Devin Townsend and Strepping Young Lad and stuff like that, yeah. I wonder if if Devin Townsend would ever have hooked up with Chuck to make a record. And I think that would have been... The world... The universe would have exploded probably. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is probably why he maybe have passed away or whatever. But I mean... <laughs> To save us all. <laughs> He's like, no, the world's going to fucking collapse on itself. Yeah. You know, if I fucking make a record with, with Devin Townsend, that'd be fucking cool. Like, but... he knew something we didn't know. He knew something right? we something, didn't know. Something like that. And, oh, man, I know a lot of people are like, no. Nah. The same way with Catatonia, the same way with Anathema, or Anathema, whatever. Like, the same thing. It's like, no, man, first albums only, man. Early shit only. Yeah. And, and I don't listen to anything past, you know, Brave Murder Day or selling Enigma or whatever and I don't listen to anything past spiritual healing I mean, that's silly that's dumb you're a fucking dumbass for doing that yeah, don't limit yeah. yourself don't fucking limit yourself it's still the same artist man they're progressing yeah you know? and that's what um, that's what Death did is that they always he always changed a ton of things and yeah. he was always progressing and I really don't think that uh, personally, I don't think I'll grab a beer. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really don't think that Death wrote like a bad album. No, I don't like, think so. They're one of the rare bands that. Released. Yeah, like Symbolic. Oh, dude, Symbolic was one of their later albums, and Symbolic yeah. is great. You know, yeah. um, but yeah, like just speaking about Chuck himself. Uh, he did seem like the type of person that he wanted to try new things all mm-hmm. the time. He wanted to try different things. And maybe if it wasn't with Death, then um, he would have ventured with other artists, which, like you said, like Devin Townsend. Right. Um, I mean, I think it would have made sense. I feel like Gene uh, Hoagland would have been yeah. like, hey, maybe hook up with Devin. How about we all try something? Let's just jam together see what happens. And you know that would have. I think I feel like it could have worked. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that it could have happened. You know, because of there's ties all together. They yeah, kind of, there's kind of like the little metal web where things kind of work together like that. Yeah, you know, and I feel like he he could have helped a ton of like these later bands mm-hmm. uh, that are around now. I'm pretty sure he could have helped them, like grow yeah uh if he were still alive today yeah so dude 19 years dude it's for been real. 19 years. 2001 right yeah, yeah. i That's think a... just a couple of weeks ago yeah yeah the 13th, yeah 13th i think yeah so it's like it's been 19 years and it's it sucks because like i had been listening i had seen that weekend actually i was watching the was it that we, uh, last week we didn't do shit remember like, yeah, we, yeah. We didn't record. We didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, we I had was, enough, enough week. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the Devin, the, the Death documentary on, on Tubi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like crying at the end, like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" Like, I'm not crying. You are. Yeah, these are metal and, tears. No, what is it from? Like Conan? He's like, "Why do you cry?" He's like, "I cry because for Conan." Or what does he say? Wait, Conan O'Brien or Conan the the Barbarian? Barbarian. This is the only Conan I talk about. (laughs) But it's good that we did have to clarify that. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a record scratch right there. Like, wait a minute, we talk about one Conan. Yeah, 
He's the only Conan I talk about. He's the only Conan in my life. But, yeah, so was it uh, the Chinito Mako, the sorcerer? I yeah. think he asks uh, Kubikai, what's his name? The the badass thief, the Chinito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thief, he's all badass. He asks him why he's crying, I think, or I think it's the wife. Um, but he's like, he cries because he knows that Conan doesn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> So it could be that, or it's like, what is it? Like in Terminator <clears throat> 2, man, Terminator 2, mm-hmm. right when he's about to end his life, he's like, why do you cry? Oh, and yeah. he wipes away his tears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like that, man. It's That's, like that. That, that one, man, that was a hard team. <laughs> yeah. That was a hard team with the thumbs up and shit. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Perfect way to go, though, man. And <laughs> when they're putting my casket in the ground, please play that yeah. Terminator song. Yeah. You know, or what is it, the other guys? With uh, Will Ferrell and oh yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. where the gangsters don't cry. What is it? pimps don't <laughs> pimps don't cry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny movie. So we we have already other references there, yeah. but yeah, um, those are for the for the nerd cast. Yeah. Right, we'll talk about those. <laughs> Stay tuned. It should be <laughs> a little taste. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Chuck Schuldiner for sure. You know he he or Schuldiner. I don't know. How, I don't know how to fully say it. I guess. You know, he, his is definitely uh, a death that uh, uh, that we <laughs> definitely miss. The person we miss the most. Uh, yeah. Um, so him and Dimebag probably are the two biggest yeah. ones. For me, at least, you know. Definitely. <clears throat> so kind of going into a little bit more, a little different territory here. Uh, I, I really would love a solid Halford... Rob Halford solo album um, because I feel like he's he did a priest for a bit he did then he did two solo albums he did a live album with them then I was like oh he's gonna do Halford three which turned out what we're gonna talk about today a little <laughs> bit later but I was like no that's not a Halford album I want a real solid solo Halford album like where it's like bring back to what he was doing in 2000 2001 whatever crucible or resurrection you know yeah. era and <clears throat> i really hope that one day you do that and slash i can't wait to hear his um his collaboration with uh, ishan okay uh, yeah. of, of emperor because i think that'd be pretty cool and i, I know that's going to come true so i it's because i we i don't know you guys they're they're dead now but we sacrificed a few chickens right now for <laughs> for satan you know, yeah. Satan Claus. Unfortunately, they yeah. had to go. We'll eat them later. I mean, yeah, but the thing is that it, it, it was a slow process because we had to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And then we had to sacrifice the you know? Yeah, we're not going to get too in detail yeah. as to the full things we had to do yeah. in order to summon him. But... No. no, but there were some <laughs> dice involved. There were bones, but we can't say what kind. <laughs> we, we can't say what kind of bones were. Anyways, I think you're up next. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like my picks are like way out there. I just like, <laughs> I just want. That's why I was saying like mine feel like so insignificant. Yeah, I mean, it's Satan Claus. There's nothing he can't do. You know, I just want him to make one big epic concert with all the deceased musicians. Nice. Going ba- going off the back of what I just said about Chuck Schuldner, it's just 
you know, have one big concert. Chuck Schuldner, Cliff Burton, mm. uh, Dimebag Daryl, Neil Peart. You know, imagine having Neil Peart there. Just yeah. like so random. Right. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Just having he a could, big... He could do it all too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But definitely, definitely, this concert needs to be live streamed. Eddie Van Halen. Ah, yes. So that we can all see it. Yeah, yeah. Live stream. Uh, you can't see it in person, though, obviously, because uh, COVID reasons oh, right yes, now. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to get anyone infected. Yeah. Unless um, you get a vaccine, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Van Halen, too. Yeah, you know, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. All the greats. Like, all the greats. Imagine that, though. Like just having all those artists just out there. That'd be fucking... Just for one night. One yeah. night only. Buy your tickets. <sighs> They'd be expensive. Yeah, hell yeah. They, they'll advertise it on TV like explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Back for one night. <sighs> Die bag Daryl. With like the way we used to see the wrestling <laughs> yeah. ads. The monster yeah. jam yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm yeah. If they do it like that, I'm like... We're going. He couldn't make it tonight, but we're going to have a holographic Euronymous. (laughs) (laughs) He he declined. He declined because he's too obscure and he's an elitist. He doesn't think, he doesn't want Varg to watch him. Dude, imagine he comes out, Varg kills him again. (laughs) Kills him again. (laughs) That would be fucking funny. That would be like the funniest thing ever. But then it's like double jeopardy. You can't go to jail for the cra- for the prison. Oh yeah, twice for the same crime. Yeah, for the same crime. <laughs> it's like he looked out on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, that that would turn him to like god level. Like I, I see a lot of people who really like lately, they're just like all over his balls, and I'm like, why, Vark's dumb, dude. Like he's not even. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could see people appreciating his music. I wasn't a fan of his vocals, and pretty much that was the the biggest thing right yeah but i'm like really that's it his ideologies fucking change so much yeah like you know it's so weird like i have have you listened to like his youtube stuff with the thulean yeah i think so yeah he um well he had that channel not anymore oh it's not up anymore Mm-mm. the youtube one yeah no they took it down what it's crazy i mean maybe he was saying some stuff on there that I believe YouTube. he might have done something or said something because I think he got raided. It might have been a year or two ago. And he might have said something, some sort of, that's like propaganda. Yeah. And I know that after that, that was the last straw. And that was, it's been about a year, over a year, that for sure mm-hmm. that he's been expelled. Yeah. I used to watch <clears throat> that just to get some kicks out of the stuff that he says. I mean, I don't believe a lot of the stuff he says, but. <clears throat> You watch it and sometimes it's like, <laughs> get a little chuckle here. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like what I do is like a lot of the decisions that I make or a lot of the things that I, uh, let's say, for example, the some of the bands are on my, the worst albums of 2020. The I listen to the albums. Yeah. Right. And that's how I know, like, I, it, to me, it sucked or not. I'm not going to just say the band sucked and have not heard them before, you know, I know a lot of people accuse me of that shit, but I mean, we did the same thing with Ghost. We did the same with Tool. I'm not a big fan of Tool. A lot of people know that. I'm not a fan of, hey, George, I'm not a fan of Mastodon, you know? Yeah. But He's going to be so mad when he listens to this. Yeah. He's going to be like, ah, it's so weird. Fuck those metal podcast guys. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, 
but I don't know. Like it's like to me, it's I actually do listen to those yeah bands and or art albums, and that's why I don't like it. And I, so I definitely checked out his channel when he when it was up, and everything was very anecdotal. You know, he would like talk about it, talk, tell stories and stuff like that, and explain why, why not, or just things. He but he was definitely uh, the. Uh, Al Bundy of black metal, you know, because uh-huh. he was always like, oh, I scored four touchdowns in a single game. Yeah. Like, that's all he ever talks about. <laughs> Polkai. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he talks about is the same shit in different yeah. ways, but the same thing. Like, that's something that he's held on to for yeah. all these years, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I mean, because really, that's really all he's known for. Um, not to really bash on the guy or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Burzum like really never captivated me when it comes down to like black metal. Mm-hmm. Of course, like the first album, it was like super like low quality and stuff. But all the much I listen to like Dark Throne and yeah. uh, stuff like that. Or if it's gonna be lo-fi, if it's gonna be recorded like that, um, I definitely would take Dark Throne over. Burzum anytime. Yeah. Burzum. Burzum. As he likes to say. Yeah, and then it's later, like, ambient stuff. Like, I mean, some of them are chill. Some of them are chill, but I'm not, like, amazing stuff. Was it, like, Dungeon Synth? Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, we spoke fungs. That's all the fucker had in the prison. His little <laughs> Casio keyboard. And, ooh, I could make beats. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Euronymous. I'm going to make some beats. Right. You know? And his, like, nice little comfy cell. But... You know, going back to this epic concert here, I, know. Uh, I, I want to tell your anonymous that you're going to be safe. <laughs> we'll have security. Yeah. We'll have security there for you. <laughs> you're you're going to be okay. This is, this is like a festival. It's going to be the fire festival. Right. It's going to be held on an island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no one can get to you guys. And, but this time you really will have tents that are, yeah, fully stocked. Fully stocked tents, the uh, continental breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever you want. Just, it's all on Satan's bill, right? Yeah, it's all on his bill. Uh, just don't do him wrong and don't get burned. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, kind of going back with the <clears throat> the whole DeLorean thing, maybe, that you were talking about. And wishing about, you know, hoping that you can go back in time to stop some things. I was hoping to convince the guys in Metallica to, instead of writing uh, St. Anger, that they could have taken that, what, how many years was it in absence? Like 10 years maybe? To write Injustice for All Part 2. Like, they could have probably taken, I would have waited 10 years for that shit. Yeah. And if they had done it at that fucking quality, I don't know if, because Lars is, I don't know, because he's so little. I don't know if he, like, he bumped his head somewhere on a table, under a table or some shit, you know, <laughs> uh, under the he, dinner table. He was just running under the table. Or yeah, something. he was running under the table, had a tantrum, and he forgot how to drum. And it's like, ever since then, it's like, he forgot how to play drums. And it was just very, you know, super basic. I think it was kind of like he has that kit from what is it the 
that kitty, Hello Kitty. He's got the little pink drum kit with like two toms and a floor and a, and a snare. It's like very simple drum kit from Hello Kitty, and that's all he uses, you know. Like I feel like that's all that's his drum technique is now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> now you know, um, certainly was not like that back in the eighties, and nope. even even for for uh, the Black Album. Yeah, yeah. You know, something happened. Something happened. I don't know. In that case, it's not good for for to be simple is better. Yeah, in that I, situation, he just he just went down like on his plane. I don't mm-hmm. know, like because I said earlier the the snare on that Saint Anger album, like how <sighs> horrible is that thing? And for him to to purposely do that, yeah, to be like, what if it sounds? What if we change it to this sound? That was a bad move. And the thing is, is that I feel like they turned their back. On the fans, and maybe it was a turning point to get new fans. Maybe potentially, possibly, I don't know. But yeah. it was a, uh, it was a, it was a mind scratcher, or is it a brain scratcher, a head scratcher, a ball scratcher? It was every kind of scratcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was just like no way, dude. Like this isn't the same band, you know. <clears throat> now those songs do sound better live because they're not using the crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah tones or whatever they sound they sound cool live they actually sound okay live uh but you know i think about the metallica live in montreal yeah i think i think that's the one i bought and it's something uh montreal magnetic or something the the uh, live album or mm-hmm. it's a live dvd yeah or? it's a live it's a live blu-ray okay i think it was montreal magnetic i don't know what it was but it was live in or quebec Okay, okay. I think it was Quebec Magnetic. But it was live, and it was all oh, the sounds killer, dude. Yeah. On that live, the, the, well, on the Blu-ray. That Death Magnetic album really isn't that bad. No. No, no, no. no. It's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's, it's okay. not, I'm not going to listen to it every day, but. No, but I, it's, it's better, way better. If I compare the two. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, I'm going to listen to Death Magnetic sure. over St. Anger. Yeah. And even their latest album was much, much Oh, yeah, better. yeah. And so much better, dude. Yeah. So much better. And, I mean, it's cool that they... But I feel like now, like, it's too little too late. Because they already made all those bad decisions. Um, plus, yeah. plus the DeLorean. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> this is going... What are some certain things that you'd change if you had a DeLorean in in music or stuff like that? What would What would you prevent from happening i think i think people might pay me some money for this if they if if we were able to do this if we were able to tell michael akrafel to vopeth to bring back the growls (laughs) right yes and fucking don't ever stop doing that and stop with your bullshit uh and maybe just slap him in the face a couple times like stop it dude you know, do a side project for your prog shit. Uh, that would be fucking something for sure. I would, I would ask Satan to uh, help me with that. You know, I think, <laughs> I think we were both thinking the same thing. On yeah, that one. yeah, bring back sure. the growls, bring it back. And I think everyone here is gonna think the same thing. Like, yeah, make Opeth metal again. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, dude. Definitely on that one. Yeah, because that was. Uh, Albeit their the newest album from Opeth is, is it's a solid release. It's uh, definitely better in the direction in terms of the other 
prog rock albums that they were doing before. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely better in the the way they made it. It's mm. not, it, doesn't, it just doesn't seem as uh, pretentious as the other ones. But bring back the growls. <laughs> you got to bring it back, dude. Bring back the growls. Yeah. So I'm wondering. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm wondering because they're gonna do the the tour uh, next year. Yeah. Right. They're gonna do a song from each album. Mm. And I believe they're asking people now, what song do you want to hear from each album? I think they're voting. And plus, there is no fucking way around that. You're going to have to growl, dude, at one point. Because yeah. if you arrange it, if he fucking arranges it so that he doesn't growl, dude, that's it. I'm going to fucking disown these motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. Because you, yeah. can't, you can't sing those songs without any of the growls, man. No, it's not the same. You know, you know what people should do? They're going to play one song off each album, right? They're going to pick all their early albums. Uh, and they're going to pick that one song. And then once you start getting to their later stuff, they should just leave it blank. Yeah. So that they don't even play yeah, any yeah, of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You get a good hour and some change. Yeah. If they even do just the early stuff. Yeah. Just like that in alone, you'll they get a good, a good chunk. Yeah. I'm, I'm man. I'll even. I'll, I don't even care, man. I'll even stick around for Watershed. I mean, I didn't even fucking like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is the other one? The has the Greg Conjuration. Uh, uh, Ghost, Ghost Reveries. Re- Reveries or I'll, huh? yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen to that one, which. I had been listening to, and it's starting to grow on me, because I fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah. And it had been growing on me, and a lot, a lot of people were like, hey, that's the last best Opeth. It, it, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, I that one took a while to grow on me, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely it's, um, I could, I agree, it's definitely the last best, best Opeth album. Yeah. Where it was truly Opeth. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so that so. sucks that we had to, you know, ask, kill some chickens and watch Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> play with some bones, to fucking ask, draw out Satan and stare in a mirror. Yeah, say his name three times. Oh yeah, we can't, we can't see everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, my bad. <laughs> we'll cut, cut that out. Yeah. We'll cut that out. Yeah, yeah. it's because the thing is, is that we found out they were both dyslexic or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, it. It was very serendipitous because it worked out, and Satan came out, and he was like, "Like I am complete." He came out all fucking chingon, and we're like, <laughs> "Bro, you're you have a most bodacious butt," you know. And so, like, yeah, he he was cool about it, man. He was, he yeah. was very nice, actually, a very nice guy. Dude. Very nice guy. Yeah. Um, he was only here for a little while. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, he wanted some Popeyes chicken. Yeah, spicy. Yeah. Yeah, very hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, thanks, guys, for listening to our dumb shit, by the way, because we're, we're not even drunk. This is like our first. We yeah. have two beers. It's, it's just the second. second beer. Yeah. This so, is just us. Yeah, this is just. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> just, just being stoops. So, it's all good, man. Anyways. Down to our Christmas albums that don't suck. Yes. <clears throat> One is not technically an album. One is a song. It's a single. Um, and so let's get to that one. Um, we'll take turns if that's cool. Yeah. So King Diamond. No presents for Christmas. That's fucking... First of all, the picture for that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
And the song is just genius. No presents for Christmas. Like, Adele cabron, you're not getting shit, wait. Like, that's pretty cool, too, in itself. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, it's a kick-ass song. It's a heavy metal. It's, I mean, it starts off all, like, I forgot out which uh, Christmas songs are in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. But it's a really cool, it's a, it's a heavy metal song. And I'll be quite honest with you, if you weren't even paying attention to what he's saying, you would think it's just a normal King Diamond yeah, song. Yeah, it's a King Diamond song, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but with that one, um... It's cool that he wrote like his own Christmas song. Like he didn't. Um, he didn't redo. Yeah, he didn't redo one. He mm-hmm. wrote his own with his own lyrics and yes. different stuff in there. And I dig that. It's a really great song. Yeah. Um, so it's a single, or you could also find it. Uh, which is the release? It's an EP. No presents for Christmas. You can find it on this, the Dark Sides EP. Okay. So it's got like three songs, I think, and it doesn't have that much. It's very little. But it's still pretty cool. Um, I like it because it's just straight <laughs> straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, and with his high-pitched vocals and everything. He made this, what, in the 80s? I believe it was 85 or 87. Yeah. It's, he have to, it's just right after he left merciful fate yeah this is one of the first things that he did <laughs> as king diamond i believe uh and definitely uh to me i think it's a banger man and it, i mean it's like <clears throat> can you imagine just hanging out with your family and then all of a sudden the ox cord gets to you <laughs> yeah. during christmas time you have a christmas party and you're like are you sure <laughs> yeah i just play christmas music okay are you sure yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then it's like, bah. no presents for Christmas, bitch. That's what you get. Yeah, that's what you'll get in. <laughs> Great. I think that's awesome, man. Like That's that's definitely one of those songs where uh, <laughs> your grandparents or someone's like sitting back drinking the eggnog. Yeah. And it hits the riff and they like spill the eggnog all over <laughs> yeah. themselves. I was like, what is this? <laughs> You've been metalized, Grandpa. <laughs> Satan approved, bro. All right. So, next one. Next one we're doing is uh, Halford. Halford 3. You mentioned this earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Halford 3, Winter Songs. I hated it at first because I was expecting, you know, we had Resurrection. You get Crucible. And then all of a sudden you have that, and I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted. That's not, that's not at, um, that's not at all, like, what I was expecting. Yeah. However, now that we're, you know, tis the season and the holidays and whatnot, there's a lot of good songs on here that work, and they're fucking awesome. So, we three kings get into the spirit. Um, all of them are fucking out. Uh, they're great. Some of the heavier ones are very, the very beginning. Yeah, <clears throat> but you can't go wrong with this Halford album. I think in terms of if you want a solid, just a solid album of Christmas songs. Some of them are a little ballady, ballad esque. You can say, <clears throat> excuse me, like that. <laughs> but for sure, we three kings and get into the spirit heaviest ones on there 
And it's a good way to surprise people, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that I never listened to that one. Mm-hmm. So now that you're mentioning it, I'm definitely going to add that to my list on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to make a... The, the Christmas playlist for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those two, those the, two, the first two singles, the first two ones. Yeah. Songs, I'm sorry. That would be great. I think you'd be good with that, and I think you could, uh, I mean, it, it would fit the aesthetic that you're, that you're going for. <laughs> All right, so let's go move on to the next one. So the next one is very popular, I think. I think a lot of people know about it, and it's uh, it's a... Uh, Various artists, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We miss you a, wish you a Merry Xmas and a headbanging and a New Year. Headbanging. So, reasons why it's badass. You have all kinds of metal musicians on here. Yep. You have Jeff Tate, James Lomenzo, formerly of Megadeth, Doug Pinnock. You guys know from uh, fuck. What's the name of that band? King's X. Yes, King's X. There you go. So Doug Pinnock, you have Doug Pinnock of King's X on there, and a lot of his homies. You have Ripper Owens on there, Steve Morris. You have Chuck Billy, uh, Craig Goldie, Stephen Piercy, Tracing Guns, Bob Kulick, Jolyn Turner. Yeah, man, you have a lot of you dudes on that. Lemmy. Dude, that Lemmy one and uh, Dave Grohl, Billy Dave Gibbons. Grohl. Dude, Run Rudolph Run, man. That's a fucking, that's a banger, dude. You have Jeff Scott Soto. Uh, we wish you a Merry Xmas, a Merry Christmas. Um, Girls School is on there. <laughs> you have Lips from fucking Anvil on there. You have, what the fuck, the last one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. You have Blasco Des... Des from um, Devil Driver. You have Don Tempe- John Tempesta. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have Doug Aldridge. <clears throat> Dude, there's a ton of dudes on this that definitely, yeah. like, they all just got together and they're just like, yo, let's write a metal album, metal Christmas album. But the best of the best to me was God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. With Ronnie James Dio, Tony Iommi, Rudy Sarzo. And uh, Simon Wright, Simon Wright, man, which was uh, Dio's drummer at that time. So, a lot of fucking cool artists, a lot of cool individuals, a lot of good songs. We wish you a Merry Xmas, Run Rudolph Run, Silver Bells, Little Drummer Boy, Silent Night, Deck <laughs> the Halls, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> Such classics. <laughs> Such as. And the classics. Yeah. Oh, Christmas tree, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, I feel this album, you just throw it on and let it play. Yeah. You just throw it yeah, on. Yeah, I really feel like this is one of the most solid that we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It has a different artists on there, mm-hmm. different metal artists. Um, and they're basically just covering your favorite Good old jolly Christmas songs. Yeah, and they do it in a good way too, man. So it's not like it's it's never fucking boring. Yeah, they're, they're no. really cool. And I do want to say the same thing. That's that Run Rudolph Run is one of the highlights for me. Yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure, for because, sure. Because I know if you watch the Lemmy 
Let me documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? Fifty-one percent motherfucker, forty-nine percent son of a bitch, or something <laughs> like that. That one. Yeah. The during the recording process of that movie, in the documentary, he's in the studio with Dave Grohl doing that same song. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And his voice goes like super perfect. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <run, run>, <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like he just finished a pack of Marlboros. Yeah, for real. Like he has to smoke cooks. one. Yeah. So, uh, so before we continue to the next one, we're gonna take a pee break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. So, what you got next? Well, what I got next here is a uh, twisted sister, a twisted Christmas. Oh yeah, well, was con chorizo. Dude, I love this album. Yeah, I love this Christmas album. Yeah, um, the way they just do everything. Um, <laughs> so people could just like they have like music videos for it, mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, the way they have their take on a lot of these uh, Christmas songs, um, the the ballad that they have in there, the the "I'll Be Home for Christmas," the way they go all the way through it, and then. At the end, they have their take on um, 12 Days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's super cool. Yes. That was, like, super cool the way they have it at the end and stuff like that. Um, uh, what, what was the other one? Or, like, I liked how they did Oh Come Y'all Faithful. Yeah. And it was like, we're not going to take it. Yeah. Right. But in that style. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they do stuff like that. And I think what's great is, like, D. Snyder has a way of really fucking bringing it and making it fun. Yeah. And actually not like fucking boring. Like your traditional songs that are like kind of like lame, I think. And I feel like just not to be mean, but it's like, I feel like because a lot of it is a lot of Christian based or Christian kind of sung which isn't very joyful, you know, yeah. joyous. And when you hear stuff like, let's just say, for example, you go to a church that's predominantly African-American, what is it going to be? Oh, they're going to be excited about the gospel. and They're going to talk about it. They're going to sing about it and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Not not that hardcore that I'm equating all of this to religious or to religion or, or Christian songs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But... Certainly, the normal Christmas songs are pretty lame. I think they're very boring, normally. And that's why I've never got into Christmas. Admittedly, I was never into Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never one for, like, I hated it. It didn't make any sense. It never made any sense to me. <laughs> and I was just like, what is, like, what is the purpose? It's a sham, just like, you know, Valentine's Day or whatever. And whatever, right? But then I started listening to stuff. And then one of the first ones that came to my attention really was this one, the the... Um, a twisted Christmas, you know. I just didn't. It had never really, uh, like, I don't know, dawned on me that you could do stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. not lame, you know. Yeah, and what you just said earlier, that keyword there is just like they made it fun. They made it fun, like they got something that, you know, gospel type things and like um, carolers and stuff like yeah. that, and. They made it fun. Like, when I listen to it, 
I feel like I'm gonna party on Christmas now. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna dunk my cup into that eggnog, eggnog and <laughs> spiked eggnog. And you know, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show up to the the work Christmas party. You know, yeah. something like that. And uh, I think that's what's cool about it is that they made it super fun. Yeah. They made Christmas fun, and you're able to party with it. Um, For sure. So I think that's super dope. Yeah. That that's cool. And uh, if anyone wants to throw on anything on Christmas, they could definitely throw this on. Uh, Heavy Metal Christmas, the song Heavy Metal Christmas. Yeah. That's the one that's... Uh, one of the last ones. Yeah, it's a 12 Days of Christmas one. Yeah. And I think what's great about it is um, you play out with your homies, your buddies, and stuff like that, and you could still retain your metal card if that's what you're yeah, worried yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You might even fucking start listening to Twisted Sister, which you fuckers should, by the way, be listening to Twisted Sister, because those guys are badass. As it is, you should already be listening to them. So. God damn it! <laughs> Stop listening to us and go listen to them. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I listen to them after this. Yes. And then listen to this band. So, I think we kind of unanimously, <laughs> it's just us two, but we decided that... I, you know, the best of the best, best performances, best, well, you got to see them. Yep. Um, is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So, easily, to I agree, the best of the best in terms of Christmas heavy metal. Yeah. And for some of you, they may not know, it's started, you know, John Oliva from Sabotage, Chris Caffrey, who was in Sabotage and Megadeth and other bands. I know Alex Skolnick was there. Russell Allen was a singer at one point. There was tons of people associated with different heavy metal acts that came on board and started to write with these dudes. And uh, basically, it's it's literally like an orchestra with guitars, yeah, and badass vocals and here and there. You know, like not all of them have vocals. There are a lot of Christian uh, instrumentals. The thing is that it started with that album with Sabotage. It started with Dead Winter Dead. And it had Christmas Eve Sarajevo on that album. Yeah. And that's what started it. And I believe, was it 95, I believe, that album came out in. Cool cover. I think it's got like a... uh, Not a gremlin. What are those fuckers on the tops of buildings and shit? Oh, uh, gargoyle. It had a gargoyle pit uh, perched. Yeah. And it's just like the city of, I believe it was Sarajevo that they were trying to bring attention to. And um, and at that time, that's pretty much the first song, I think, that was written. And um, that kind of led to the birth of the Transibir Orchestra. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, certainly you could hear, you know, the, the startings with, um, what was it? Streets. Uh, rock opera the album that they did and what's the other album I'm trying to find it so so gutter ballet and streets were also predecessors I think they kind of you hear the songs the ballads and a lot of the stuff that they're talking about which is kind of uh, in, in the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and a lot of different albums, there's kind of like this 
the beginning is a lot of like downfall, a lot of like stuff that you know you're down in the fucking in, in a hole, I guess. Like let's say I was in James, like you're just <laughs> you're on the down, yeah. And all of a sudden things kind of turn up, and a lot of that themes are kind of uh, prevalent and present in, in the Trent Burner yeah, yeah. albums. Uh, I think the the only album, and now again, I just want to to- totally recommend everybody. You may fucking hate Sabotage, and you may hate you know John Oliva's voice, but Gutter Ballet and Streets, a rock opera, are two fucking masterpieces. And if you don't like him, I'll kick your ass. So <laughs> I just let's just say that. But the one album that is not really, um, let's say, Christmas album by a Trent Siberian Orchestra yeah. would be the Beethoven's Last Night. Uh, that one's more that one's awesome because that one's like basically it's Beethoven allegedly on his last night before he dies <laughs> you know the devil comes Metastophocles the devil comes and he's like hey uh, I'll make you a deal I'll take your I'll leave your soul um, I believe it's like um, if you erase all the music your music from existence so everyone forgets your the memory of your music um, he makes he makes some sort of a deal like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll let you live or some shit like that. And so basically, Beethoven's like, he's he's like mulling it over, like fuck, should I do it? Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you have one hour to decide. And so Beethoven's like talking to people, and I think one of the characters, Fate, I believe, and um, it's like, uh, uh, let me take you back to all the times people have appreciated your music and stuff like that, right? So it's like that... Is it a Christmas Carol? Was that movie where... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it is a Christmas Carol. Or, or, is, a, or, is, a, or is it a Miracle on... I don't know. But it's the one where he, he kind of brings everybody back and this is what your life would be without... Oh, yeah, Their yeah, lives yeah. would be without you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of do that sort of kind of like spiel, but not really Christmassy. Uh, right. Scrooged. <laughs> yeah, there you go, like that. And that's when he's thinking about it and he's like, fuck, I don't know if I should... And he decides later on. Uh, but devil, the devil or Metastophics, he's played by John Oliva and everybody. It's a, because it is a metal opera. It's different people, different characters. Uh, and uh, I think the most common album, I think, that is very much... You see it everywhere. Yeah. Is Christmas Eve and other stories. Yeah. And other tales or... And other stories. And that's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the, Lost, the Lost Christmas Eve... And I forgot the name of the other album, but they're all, it's a, it's, a, it's supposed to be a trilogy. Uh, so it's the last Christmas Eve and, oh, well, it's there. And, um, the Christmas attic. Yeah. So those are the trilogy for, for Christmas Eve and other tale and other stories. Um, and then there's night castle, which is the heaviest. If you look at night castle, uh, it looks like a black metal album. <laughs> it does, right? Even with the font. Yeah, yeah, it for just, sure. It looks like a fucking black metal album, and they actually really did have songs that they, I guess, they never used from Sabotage mm-hmm. or riffs or stuff or as a basis for this album, I believe. Yeah. So as a really good overall, they're just like a fucking solid. But I mean, you got to see them, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like yeah. the thing about Trans Siberian Orchestra, man. Like uh, live. If anyone ever gets to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra live, they put on a great show. Um, if you're not into, if you're not into the music, don't be into the music. Like, you'll you'll be into the music once you see the show. Yeah. 
um, I was explaining to you earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like the first hour is just their, the story that they're telling you. And, you know, a guy comes out and he's telling you in this chapter and all that stuff like yeah. that. And they add like the snowy effects and uh, like it's an opera. Right. Basically, like they're basically telling you this story. Right. And then after that, it's like, I guess that kind of like the 12 days of Christmas type of thing or um, a Christmas carol, kind of like what they're telling you. And then after that, they just like kick in with all other music with, you know, they bring in different people to sing. They bring in all these different people They have people like uh, laser shows and stuff like that. Is there pyro? I didn't, no, I, I don't remember any pyro, but they had like people like, uh, what is it? When they like put them across the audience. Oh, and like stuff the like cable? That. Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool and stuff. Like, uh, if you've ever seen like Kiss, mm-hmm. this is kind of like that, but more. Just Christmas. Just Christmas, dude. <laughs> That was next level awesome when we saw Kiss. Yeah, yeah, dude. By the way, again, thanks Jesus. By the way, our buddy Jesus, uh, not Jesus Cristo. No, is another dude. It's yeah, yeah. Not not Satan's arch nemesis. Uh, we um, don't talk about him here, right? No, no, yeah. <laughs> we don't do that here. Um, yeah, the the. I think the whole idea of of bringing this together. I know there's uh, there was some producer or somebody who who passed away a couple of years ago, who I think brought up the idea to John Oliva to kind of start this whole, the Threats of Being Orchestra. And I think it had to be one of the most financially successful metal acts of all time, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of, I mean, we're not talking about like fucking Metallica money. We're just talking about like, you know, I mean, think about it. It's fucking seasonal. It's like November, yeah. to, November to January, maybe. This year didn't happen. I think it was live streamed, um, <clears throat> but stuff like that is pretty cool. You know, I think that we need more stuff like that. And I'm telling you because of the way you're you're explaining it to me and the way that I was enjoying the music and have enjoyed the music in the past, and just the fact that it comes from Sabotage and other metal mm-hmm. people in the metal world. Oh, dude, I know that I would have cried like a little girl, dude. Yeah, easy just to have been so happy and just emotionally, I wouldn't be able to fucking control that because, I mean, as it is, like it was for Agalog, <laughs> you know. I was like, but it'll take Agalog, you know. What I mean? And for I think the one of the times with Catatonia, <laughs> you know, but I mean that's hate. It's Catatonia, you got to. But you know, I don't know. Like they're they're one of the the, the one of the the best bands. Yeah, you, and the the good thing about that is that. When Trans-Siberian Orchestra comes around, like you said, it's a seasonal thing. Obviously not this year. But since it's a seasonal thing, it's they put on a show for everyone. Yeah. Like, when I went to go see them, I saw, like, like people, like, older people that I'd see. Not, I mean, I don't know if they listen to metal or anything like that, you know? But right. I feel like they're... They're at home, like, listening to, like, Hall & Oates or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Hall & Oates, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what they're listening to or, like, yeah. the Bee Gees or something. Right. You know? Yeah. 
I feel like that's what they're listening to, and they're signing up to Trans Siberian Orchestra, yeah, not aware of the people who are writing this music, yeah, uh, the lives, the backgrounds that they have. Yeah, it's yeah. all these metal dudes, right? And they go and they're there for that show, and they can buy that CD, and on Christmas Eve or on Christmas. They could throw on that CD or throw on their iPod, whatever mm-hmm. they want to throw on their Spotify, and they could listen to Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and I think the idea that it's gotten to that degree and bigger, where was it? The Wizards of Winter. Yeah, I mean that shit was on car commercials. That shit was on commercials for the longest time, and I know somebody did a light show to it. The yeah, yeah. Like, it, like they did the light show to it at, outside their house Christmas light show that was badass and people are like I remember one time uh, you know at work uh, there were some people they're like put on some Christmas music I'm like oh I'm gonna put on the Transylvania Orchestra <laughs> and it's like this is awesome I'm like yeah they're pretty cool huh and it's like ah Non-metalites listening to metal, not knowing that they're listening to metal, and that's pretty cool. That yeah, yeah. Too. You know, that, that idea is cool too. Which <laughs> no, is, uh, knowing you, man, sorry to interrupt you on that. <laughs> you throw on King Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> no prisons for you, suckers. <laughs> I actually would do that, but if it was for family, um, I don't want to get. I was still at work. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already the black sheep of the family. Uh, as as usual, usually us metalheads tend to be the black sheep. So, anyways, yeah. well, I mean that's pretty much our list. You know, we have we felt that these were some of the stronger albums. I know Halford might have done other. I think he might have done other another Christmas album. Uh, I know Demons and Wizards are gonna do a Christmas album, or not even necessarily. Uh, Demons and Wizards. I believe it's uh, John Schaefer and Matt Barlow. I believe they're going to do a Christmas album, which I was like, first of all, you need to fix what Pinche Das Madre and what piece of shit of album Demons and Wizards 3 was before (laughs) you write a Christmas album. So fix that shit first before you write a new album, dude. And I remember hearing some samples and I'm like, man... Easily, this sounds fucking better than than their the third album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Like Chinga, I was like, just when it sounds better, right? It's, these fuckers are just writing a Christmas album. <laughs> it's like they're not even trying, but it's all good. We'll, I'll listen to it next year. Yeah, yeah. Give it. I know they're doing. I know they're doing crowdfunding <laughs> to get that shit going. You know, yeah. I don't want to be too much of a dick about it, but I, I'm not gonna buy buy it yet. You know what I mean? I don't even think it was even ready for this Christmas. Nah, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know to be I, honest. Yeah, they 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 talked about it a couple months ago. Okay. So, yeah, man. So stay tuned for, you know, maybe in a, less than a week, we are gonna be doing uh, the best of 2020 and a lot of albums, a lot, a lot of albums, and very few repeats. That between the three of us, uh, we're gonna have a special guest with us. Very few repeats um, between the three of us that we're going to do. Maybe a couple here and there. Um, 
And again, I look forward to triggering you, some of you who, when you listen to my worst albums as well, <laughs> uh, because there will be some people upset. But I mean, it's it's all fun and games. And again, it's just my, there are our, our own individual picks, man. Yeah. Uh, I think my list is going to end up being not in any particular order, probably until I get to the last five. And then I'm going to be like, those are my five. Some of my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll see. We'll we'll talk about it later. But um, don't forget that we have that Nerdcast coming up, the Full Metal Nerdcast coming up, uh, hopefully in about a week or two. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. Definitely going to promote the shit out of that so everybody can check it out. Make sure uh, you share. So with that being said, I'm Wolfman Dave. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. Take the ride. (laughs) 